0: ونشهد أَنَّ سَيِّدَنَا وَنَبِيَّنَا وَحَبِيبَنَا وَشَفِيَعَنَا وَمُطَاعَنَا مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أما بعد فقد قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لَن تَنَالُوا الْبِرَّ حَتَّى تُنْفِقُوا مِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ وَمَا تُنْفِقُوا مِنْ شَيْءٍ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ بِهِ عَلِيمٌ صدق الله العظيم سئل رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أي الإيمان أفضل فَقَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ الْهِجْرَةَ كما قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ Respected alamaikiram elders, beloved brothers in Islam As we are aware Many of us may not even realize it Allah's fazal, Allah's grace Allah's mercy, Allah's compassion Each and every one of us has traversed a great milestone in our lives in that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with a new year. We are not like the other nations. In fact, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to a very great extent discouraged us from emulating or following any of the practices of the nations of the past. A classical example, even in what we may refer to as the A'mal of Deen, when it comes to Nafil fast, for example, this fast of Ashura, the 10th of Muharram, we are greatly encouraged to fast on that day. There is history behind it, it's not the topic of this occasion of Jumu'ah, time is very, very limited... But the point which we wanted to conscientize ourselves is that even in this aspect primarily this fast was kept by the Jews and it is mushroom in our Shariat also where Rasulullah said the virtue of fasting on the 10th of Muharram the day of Ashura is that the entire year that has passed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives the sins of that year. Yet because there may be this idea that this ummah has emulated the Jews in this practice, this is why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لَإِن بَقِيتُ إِلَىٰ قَابِلٍ He said that if I remain alive till the next year then I will fast on the ninth also. Now this is not Wearing jeans or t-shirt. This is not shaving the beard. This is not following some pop star or some musician. This is emulation in a fast, in a nafil act of ibadat. And even in this, Allah's Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi said, we cannot imitate the Jews. The hadith is absolutely clear. مَن minhum Whoever you will imitate, whoever you will emulate, whoever you will follow, whoever you will make your role model. Allah's Rasul wasallam said, فَهُوَ minhum." In the eyes of Allah and His Rasul sallam, you will be counted amongst them. To that extent, our sharia has dissuaded us. Whether it's our dressing, whether it's our nikahs, whether it's our business practices, whether it is our appearance, we have been given an identity. We have been given, we have a master, we have a symbol, we have a role model, we have an example. Such an example that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ for you in muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa sallam is the most beautiful example so the lesson we have to learn my respected brothers is we do not emulate or practice the practices or the traditions of anyone else our practices our traditions our role model is nothing and no one but muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa sallam coming back to the point we were making in the beginning Allah subhanahu wa taala has blessed us with a new year. Allah has blessed us with one more extension. Allah has blessed us with one more opportunity. On the one hand, now if you look at the nations around us, what do they do on a new year? What are their practices? As an ummah, have we also been left devoid with any example? Do we, on a new year, do what the other nations are doing? Sometimes they party. Very often you'll find 31st December. Today unfortunately even Islamic countries, so-called Islamic countries, millions if not billions on that one night extravagantly will be wasted away in celebrations. What has happened? New year has come. As an ummah, what should our attitude be towards a new year? What should we be doing? On the one hand, on the one hand, New Year is a reminder. New Year is a wake-up call. New Year is Allah's, what we call Nadir. Nadir. Allah uses this word Nadir in the Quran. The same word is used for Anbiya wassalam. When Allah speaks of age, when Allah speaks of life, when Allah speaks of an extension, Allah gives you. There is one conversation that will take place with the kuffar, with the disbelievers, with those who displeased Allah subhanahu wa taala. Allah taala will say to them, "Awalam nu'amir kum, ma yatazakrufih man tazakr, wajaa'akum alnadir, fadhuqu, fimali aldhalimeen min nasiid." Allah will address them and will say to them did we not give you enough years means life it means age it means years did we not give you enough life did we not give you enough years awalam and what was this life that Allah is giving you what what was the objective of it you had a chance to correct your ways You had a chance to realize this life is temporary. You had a chance to prepare yourself for the day when you are going to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You had a chance and extension was given to you to make tawbah, to turn in repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You had a chance and extension was given to you to prepare for your akhirah, to prepare your jannat. But chance upon chance came, Umar upon Umar came, year upon year came, yet it fell upon deaf ears. You didn't wake up to the reality. So Allah Ta'ala says, Allah protect us. Now taste the azab, because those who are oppressors, there will be no helpers for them. Allah says in the same context, Allah says, Our warners came to you, our reminders came to you, one of the reminders is Omar, is age, is this extension, so-called extension in life which Allah is giving us. New Year is a wake-up call. New Year is Allah's Nazeer. New Year is Allah's reminder. New Year is a time for us, not like the nations of the past, where they make New Year resolutions. What New Year resolutions to do with dunya? No. We make New Year resolutions. Our new year resolution is to make tawbah. Our new year resolution is to turn in repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our new year resolution is to take stock of our lives. How much longer is the ringing of coins? How much longer is the movement of the tills? How much longer is the increasing of our balance sheet? How much longer is the pursuit of dunya going to be our goal and our objective? Allah is our malik. Allah is our khaliq. Allah is our razik. Allah is our creator. Allah is our sustainer. Allah is our narisha allah is matloob allah is maqsood allah is the goal allah is the objective this he- heavens and the earth everything around us allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created it for us ma fil jami'a allah has created all this for insan allah has showered his ni'mat and his bounties upon us what is the goal what is the objective of all this wama jinna wal ins illa ما أريد منهم من رزق وما أريد أن إن الله هو الرزاق ذو القوة Allah says I have not created you أنما خلقناكم عبثا I have not created you in vain all this has not been put into your service in vain, there is an objective of this life, there is a purpose of this life, that objective and purpose is not the chasing of this dunya is not the ringing of the coins is not the amassing of wealth, is not the the pursuit of your carnal desires the objective and the purpose of this life is nothing, nothing, nothing but for you and I to find Allah for you and I to enrich this soul this heart with the connection with the ta'alluq of Allah Fuzail bin Ayaz rahimahullah he sees a man who Allah gave a long life year upon year and he asks him the question kam ata alayka umrik he said my brother how long how, how old are you how much umr how much life how many years has allah given you this man responds and he says situna sana he says allah has given me 60 years i am 60 years of age allahu akbar fazil bin ayaz rahimullah when he hears this he lets out a deep sigh a deep sigh of regret a deep sigh of consciousness a deep sigh of reminder and he says to this person mundu sitina sana tasiru ila rabbik he says, my brother, 60 years you are on a journey of life. How many days have passed? How many months have passed? How many weeks have passed? How many hours have passed? How many moments have passed in your life? 60 years Allah gave you, has still not, has still not the realization dawned upon you that the time when you are to meet Allah is very near? That is the wake-up call. One more year has passed. We are going closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are going closer to that two foot by four foot hole in the ground. We are going closer towards that qabr. Many of us up till today also mashallah the practice is there. Friday morning we go to the qabr Look at those little worms wriggling in the ground. Look at those black holes. Look at those plaques on those graves. Read the dates. 2013, 2014, 2015. Okay, the practice unfortunately is we write the English calendar on our covers. Read the dates. Read the dates. Look at the names. Remonstrate. Ponder. Reflect. Sometimes it's an uncle. Sometimes it's a father. Sometimes it's a brother. Sometimes it's a mother. There were those precious moments that we spent together with that individual. They are no longer amongst us. What gives us the guarantee that come the next new year, it's not me in that kabar. How much have I prepared for that? What is the direction of my life? How much longer are my aspirations? Long, long plans. Long, long plans as if you are going to live forever. Janazah passes. Someone asks Abu Darda radiallahu ta'ala nu, no. Whose janazah is that? He says, my brother, that is your Janaza." My brother, that is your Janaza. And if you don't like what I am saying, take it as my janazah. Isn't that, isn't that not the reality of this life? Is not a new year, another wake-up call to remind us of that? That reality where Allah addresses the most, the highest, the most perfect, that personality Allah Masadi rahimullah sums it up, that after Allah in greatness and majesty, there is no one, you are the final word. Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Allah addresses him directly in the Quran, wa you my beloved will die and every one of them will die. The goal and the objective of our life is we have to find Allah. We have to connect with Allah. We have to become Allah's. We have to become the beloved of Allah's. We have to become beloved in the eyes of Allah. The road to that is Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam. New year is a reminder of that goal. New year is a time of reflection. New year is a time of repentance. And very, very important. Unfortunately, my respected brothers, when it comes to our deen, and when it comes to the practices of our deen, to a very large extent, we have become what is called ritualistic Muslims. We are going through symbols of the past. We are going through rituals. Muharram comes, there are certain rituals that takes place. Ashura comes, there are certain rituals. Very few amongst us, very few amongst us, Understand the haqaiq. Understand the realities. And this is why ulama ikram warn us, they say when your deen becomes ritual, when your deen becomes adat, when your deen becomes rusum, customs and practices, then the essence, then the ruh, then the soul of the deen comes out. Outwardly, you are Muslims. Outwardly, you are practicing. But the reality, the haqaiq, what the essence of a'mal is, that no longer remains. We've seen on the social media, left, right and center, messages going around. Like I said in Fajr also, sometimes it's positive messages, very rarely unfortunately nowadays. Most of the time nowadays, on that social media, make toba from that. In fact, I think put it off. So most times it's spreading malicious rumors of somebody or ghibat or somebody or false information etc. As an ummat. Where we find the time to be doing all these things, Allah only knows. But recently we'll see a lot of du'as going around. What, what, what should we do on New Year? Many of us through that social media became conscious. 1443, 1443, 1443 years have passed. But as I said, unfortunately as an ummah we have become ritualistic. We are going through symbols. haqaiq is not there. 1443 of what? Ask someone. By new year has come, Islamic calendar is 1443, what? We've got the abbreviated symbol AH, 1443 AH, 1443 years after Hijrah. What was Hijrah? What is the sabak of Hijrah? What What are we supposed to learn about Hijrat? Do we even ask ourselves this question? why did our calendar start with hijrat what is the significance of it what is the meaning of hijrat what does hijrat refer to sahabi came to rasulullah sallallahu and he asked the question ayul imani afdal ayul imani afdal ya rasulullah what is the height of iman what is the pinnacle of his iman what is the goal of every believer what is the the development of this iman, what takes it to its height? Allahu Akbar in one question, one in one word. Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, our mushfik, our kind, our compassionate master, summed up this entire issue. Ayul imani Afdal, He said, Hijra. Hijra. What is hijrat? Literally translated, we say migration. The Arabic language is not like the English language. English language is dry. It's a bankrupt language. Hijrat doesn't just mean migration. Ulama explained, what is hijrat? Gar chorna. Bivi Bachar chorna. Mahbubat margubat chorna. To sacrifice your home. Sacrifice your livelihood. Sacrifice that which is beloved to you. Give up that which your heart has become attached to for the sake of Allah. That is hijrat the verse of the quran which i recited in the beginning lan tanalul bir this word arabic in lan is emphasis impossible forget about it this is what it means in layman's terms lan tanal you will never attain true taluq with allah it is impossible for you to become the friend of allah it is impossible for you to become to become connected with allah it is impossible for you to gain the closeness of allah and what does the closeness of allah mean what does Allah's ta'aluk mean what does connection with allah mean that is our goal that is our objective the return for it is jannah inna min anfusahum wa bi jannah allah's jannat is not cheap there is a price tag Very often I mention this example, Ibrahim bin Adam rahimahullah one day, he wanted to use the public toilet facility. Someone was standing at the entrance, said you have to pay a few pennies before you can use these facilities. Ibrahim bin Adam rahimahullah, he starts crying. His students are with him. They turn to the chef, why are you crying? He said this toilet is the home of jinnat and shayateen. It is the home of filth and impurities. I can't enter here for free. Allah's jannat, how am I going to enter for free? To use the toilet, there is a price tag. inna إِنَّ سِلَاةَ Allah. غَالِيَةً أَلَا silat Allah اللَّهِ الجَنَّةِ Rasulullah SA said, listen, listen. The price of Allah is expensive. The price of Allah is expensive. The price of Allah is jannat. There is a price tag. Jannah bil It is Allah's system. Allah is testing us. Rasulullah said, Allah has placed a seal, a veil over Jannah, a curtain over Jannah. What is the curtain over Jannah? What is the veil over Jannah? Makare. Things we don't like. Who likes to wake up in the bitter cold to stand up for Tahajjud Salah? Who likes to exert himself in Allah's ibadat? Is it easy to get that shaitan box out of our house? Is it easy to lower our gaze? Is it easy to, to resist the carnal temptations that are there around us? No. But our goal is Jannah. Jannah has a price tag. Allah's love is not cheap. Allah's look is not cheap. Becoming the friend of Allah is not cheap. There is a price tag. What is the price tag? Quran tells us, لَن تَنَالُوا al-bir. Forget about it. You will never become the true friend of Allah. You will never get kamal qurb, the true closeness of Allah. You will never become Allah's. حَتَّى تُنْفِقُوا مِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ Until you do not sacrifice that which is beloved in the way of Allah. Give up what you love. Give up what is close to your heart. Give up what you are attached to for the sake of Allah. For the sake of Allah, give it for Allah. Allah will give you something much better. You will find Allah. You will find Allah. That person who gave up something for the sake of Allah, Allah gave him better in return. This is the road to Jannah. Jannat is expensive. We like things to be easy. No, my respected brothers, Qurbani has to be given. And there is nothing more beloved to us than our wealth, than our homes, than our livelihood. This is what our lives are revolving around. And this is what is meant by that hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The question is put, Ayul Imani Afdal. What is the pinnacle of Iman? My Nabi said Hijrat. Hijrat. Why? Because this is an ummah of Hijrat. This is an Ummat of Hijrat. This moving in the path of Allah, whether it is three days, forty days, four months. People say, Ghumne wala. These people are just moving around. This is not something that was introduced by Mawlana Ilyas rahmatullahi. This is not something that is the produce of Nizamuddin or Raiveen. This is not something that some Alim in the past thought up. This sunnah of hijrat, leaving one's home to strive in the path of Allah, this is a sunnah that started with the anbiya alayhi salam Every nabi made hijrat in relation to our ummat, where does our hijrat start? Turn the clock back more than 4,000 years. The father and mother of this ummat, Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam, Sayyidatuna Hajra alayhi salam, the command of Allah is given. I'm not going into the details. Time is very limited. We know the history. More than 60 years of dua. Allah blesses him with a son. Rabbi habli minas saliheen. Allah give me a pious son. That son is born. The command comes from before Ibrahim alayhi salam. Make hijrat. Hijrat from Philistine, from Palestine. Plus minus one month's journey by camel. Even the destination is not known. The family is on one camel, Ibrahim Hajar and the baby. On the other camel is Jibreel in a human form, according to the books of Tariq. Jibreel is the guide. After one month's arduous journey, they reach a place, Wwadin Ghairidizar, a land without vegetation, black arid mountains in every direction. Ibrahim is commanded by Allah leave your wife, leave your child here in this place. Hijrat, Hijrat. My respected brothers, when you want to, when you want to put up a building, you want to put up a building, you have to dig a foundation. If the building is a small building, then it's a small foundation. If it is a huge structure, ask those who do construction. You have to build a very deep foundation. Seed is being planted. Foundation is being laid for what? For what? Why did Allah separate this family? Ibrahim alayhis salam had two other wives. Sara, Umm Madian. Sara was elderly. When the Basharat, the glad tidings of the birth of Ishaq alayhis salam is given to her. فَسَكَّتْ وَجَهَا وَقَالَتْ ajuzun aqim. She slaps her face in surprise. She says, I am old, I am barren. Yet, Ishaq alayhis salam is in her nasir. There was Sarah, there was Umm Madian, elderly wives. Ibrahim salam is commanded, separate yourself from the young wife, princess of Egypt, 2021, 20, up to 24 years of age is mentioned. Separate yourself from this child that was born after 60 years of dua. Visualize this, understand this, this is not in vain. There is a sabat, there is a lesson. Hijrat is commanded like this, great sacrifice. Leave Ibrahim salam sacrifice. What must have been Hajar's sacrifice? The mother of the ummah. What it must have been from her at that young age to separate herself, not from any ordinary husband, from a husband like Ibrahim alayhi salam, from a husband of the akhlaq and character of the ambi alayhi salatu was salam. What must have been her qurbani and her sacrifice? There are so many lessons to learn just from that, but like I said, time is limited. He leaves that family. He leaves his family when they're no longer visible, he raises his hands in Dua Through this qurbani and sacrifice, what is happening? Look at this dua of Ibrahim salam. Oh Allah, establish your deen. Establish salah. Turn the hearts of humanity towards this place. The young wife is left behind. In her nasib is Ibrahim alayhi salam. What is going to happen from the progeny of Ibrahim alayhi salam? From the pro- what seed is being planted through this hijrat? What foundation is being laid through this qurbani? The foundation is being laid of the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Through this lineage, through this progeny, the greatest Nabi of Allah is coming. This is the grandmother, this is the grandmother of Muhammadur Rasulullah wasallam. She is separated from her husband. Such a great qurbani is given. Such a great qurbani is given. This foundation is laid through hijrat of an ummat of hijrat. Foundation is laid through hijrat of an ummat that will make hijrat. Why? Because the Nabi that is to be born from this progeny, لا نبي بعده ولا أمة بعد أمته No other Nabi is to come after him. Anbiya had to leave their homes, had to leave their wives, had to leave their beloved things and strive in the path of Allah for deen to spread. Because no new Nabi is to come, this Ummat will have to take upon itself the mantle of Anbiya Musallatu And like Anbiya made hijrat, this Ummat also will have to make hijrat. And because of this hijrat, because of this qurbani, because of this sacrifice, Kuntum Khayra Ummatin, أُخْرِجَتْ linnas Allah says, you the Ummat Muhammad wasallam are the best of every Ummat. Why? You were taken out, you were sent, you were selected for the benefit, for the hidayat of humanity. And like Ambiya made Hijrat, this Ummat will have to make Hijrat. The seed, the foundation of this Ummat is planted upon Hijrat. Tenth year of Nubuat comes. Tenth year of Nubuat comes to Haleefs, to Hamileen, to Nasireen, two great pillars and support of our beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Within the space of ten days, one support in the house, one support outside the house, both are taken back by Allah within the space of ten days. Abu Talib the support outside the house, Khadijatul Kubra radiAllahu ta'ala anha, beloved wife, Ummul Mu'mineen, the support in the house, within the space of 10 days are taken away. Allah's Rasul Sallallahu realizes the time has come for Hijrat. First Hijrat he makes is to Taif, we know what happens. Mountain of sacrifice, mountain of persecution, mountain of hardship, mountain of difficulty. 1443, when you look at that calendar and you read the words after hijrah, turn the clock of your heart and your mind back. When you hear, when you meet the hujahs that are returning, turn the heart of your clock and the mind back. Eleventh year of Nubuat, the same plains of Mina, the side of one mountain that the Saudi regime has flattened, that mountain is no more there. But on the side of it in a valley, late one night, Six people from Yasrib, Abul Haytham bin Tayhan, Ubada bin Samit, Saad bin Rabi' 'ah, As'ad bin Zurara, Haritha bin Nu'man, Abdullah bin Rawaha, radiyallahu anhum. This is according to Isfahani's dalail Nubuwa. There are other names mentioned in other riwayat, but we are relying on that narration. It's sufficient for what we are discussing. The six of them, late one night, they had heard from the Banu Qurayza, the Banu Qainuqa, the Banu Nadir, the Jewish tribes, that in the time of Musa Ali salam, when they were making one journey, they passed by Yasrib Medina. They saw the signs in the scripture of Musa Ali salam, this place is reminiscent of the place where the final Nabi is coming. So these three tribes settled down in three different areas around Medina. According to their scriptures, the final Nabi is going to come here. They thought he will be amongst the Jews. So they used to mock the people of Medina and tell them the time is coming very near. The last Nabi is going to come. He's going to be a Jew like us. When he comes, we will bring iman on him and we're going to wipe you people out. This talk used to reverberate in Medina. Late one night, these six people who are not Jews, but they are from Medina, from Yasrib, They meet this Arab youngster who says to them, I am the Rasul of Allah. I am the Rasul of Allah and what was the dawah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam? He recites before them, it's not a coincidence. What does he recite before them? The last two surahs, the last two ruku's of Surah Ibrahim, referring to the same incident of Hijrat. The same incident of the qurbani of this Nabi of Allah Ibrahim alayhi salam وَإِذْ قَالَ Ibrahim رَبِّ Rabbi Ja الْبَلَدَ آمِنًا al وَبَنِي أَنْ نَعْبُدَ الْأَصْنَامِ رَبِّ إِنَّهُنَّ al كَثِيرًا Rabbi النَّاسِ Hunna Adlna Kati Rom Minanas Faman Tabi ani minan nas, till he reaches the verse. nas huwa wahid by the time he reaches this verse their hearts are changed. They start whispering amongst themselves, He must this must be the person the Jews were talking about. This kalam, they were Arabs. They knew this is not some worldly kalam. They knew that this kalam is impossible for human being to produce. They knew this is this is a revelation. So they said, maybe the Jews made a mistake. Maybe the Jews made a mistake. The last Nabi is from amongst the Arabs. Let us beat the Jews. Let us bring iman upon him. Every one of them brings iman on the hands of Rasulullah Wasallam. We cannot imagine the joy the happiness of our Nabi ﷺ. After the persecution, mountain of persecution and hardship. He sends them back. The next year, the 12th year, the persecution carries on. But the heart of the Nabi is light. Why the people of Yasrib are coming? People of Yasrib are coming. People of Yasrib are coming. The next year, 12 come. Five that had come on the 11th. From that from, from that six that had come, five come again on the 12th. And an, a, a new seven. Then the following year, 13th year of hijrah, I'm cutting the incident short, we've run out of time. 72 come, 70 men, two women, Umm Mani'ah and Umm Ammara رضي الله Late at night, 13th year of nubu'at, in Mina, in a valley. Like I said, the mountain is no longer there. In fact, after that, the Turks build a masjid, that masjid also has been removed from there. They are... In this cove, in this valley, the foundation is being planted of hijrat. An oath of allegiance is to be taken on the hands of these 72 people. The road is going to be paved now for the greatest migration that will ever be known to humanity. The road is being paved to hijrat. Allah's Rasul is accompanied by his uncle Abbas. Abbas had not brought iman, but he realizes, my nephew is going to leave. So he wants to meet those people to ask them, more from a compassionate point of view, that will you look after my nephew, will you be able to face the challenges. A brief conversation takes place. Barabin bin Ma'arur, radiallahu ta'ala anhu says to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you want us to take an oath of allegiance to you, on what basis? What should be promised to you? What is the foundation of this oath of allegiance? Can call Listen with the ears of iman. Six things my Nabi mentions. First point, you will obey me in every condition and every situation. Obey me means obey Allah and His Rasul وتنفقون فِي الْعُسْرِ وَالْيُسْرِ you will spend in my cause, in the dawah and propagation of deen. You will spend in ease and in adversity. <laughs> you will protect the Nabi of Allah like you protect your own family members. In other words, you will give your life to protect Allah's Rasul وَتَأْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَتَنْهَوْنَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ You will enjoy good and forbid evil, do the work of da'awad and tablid. وَتُجَاهِدُونَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ وَلَتُجَاهِدُونَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ بِأَمْوَالِكُمْ وَأَنْفُسِكُمْ And you will strive in the way of Allah with your lives and with your wealth. وَلَا يَخَافُونَ فِي اللَّهِ لَوْمَةَ and the whole world will turn against you. You will not be dissuaded and affected by the curses and the obstacles of others. Obey me. Obey Allah and His Rasul wasallam. Spend in the way of Allah. Protect Allah's Rasul wasallam. Engage in Dawat and Tableer. Engage in striving in the path of Allah. And do not be affected by the obstacles around you. When they hear all this, Abbas bin Nadala. One revival comes Abbas bin Mirdas. Uh, Ansari sahabi stands up and he addresses the people of Medina. Now they are ready to take this bayat. He says, I want to caution you. Before you take this bayat, understand the ramifications of what you are about to do. When you place your hand in the hand of this Nabi, العرب بِقُوسٍ واحد. Understand? You will become, you will become the enemies of the entire Arab world. هل تدرون يا مَعْشَرَ, الع... يا معشر, ال... هل تدرون على... يا معشر الْخَزْرَج هل تدرون على ما تبايعون هذا الرجل تبايعونه على حرب الأحمر والأسود من الناس فإن كنتم ترون أنكم إذا أنهكت أموالكم مصيبه وأشرافكم قتلا أسلمتموه فمن الآن, فمن الآن فهو والله خزي الدنيا والآخرة وإن كنتم ترون أنكم واف وافيكم بما, بما أسلمتموه وَالْآخِرَةِ The crux of what he said. He said, when you place your hand in the hand of this Nabi, understand that your fields, your farming, your agriculture will be destroyed by the Arabs. The whole world will turn against you. Your wives will become widows. Your children will become orphans. You will become poor. Your wealth will be finished. The streets of Medina will fear will flow with your blood. If you are prepared for all this, then take this oath. If you are not prepared for this, then don't do this now. Don't do it now and regret later. Abu al bin Ta'ataihan turns to Abbas. Da'na ka ya Abbas. Abbas, stop trying to dissuade us. Turns to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Ya Rasulullah, whatever, whatever Abbas has said, if all that happens, if all that happens, what will Allah give us? Rasulullah said Allah will give you jannat. لَن You want to find Allah, it is expensive. The price of Allah is expensive, the price of Allah is not cheap. First, immediately Abu al bin according to one revised, he stretches his hand out. Bayat is taken from the 70 men, like this. The two women, by ishara. Even here also, they do not touch the hand of Rasulullah wasallam. The laws of Parda are observed, even at that stage. This is the Nabi of Allah, the father of the Summat. And yet today, that's another topic. We're not going into the topic of bayhayai and shamelessness. One by one, they take bayat on the hands of Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam. Allahu Akbar. They were fairly new Muslims, yet look at the love, look at the devotion, they have one question. One question. Ya Rasulullah. you are the beloved of Allah. You are the Nabi of Allah. Allah's help will be with you. and sacrifice will be given. Whatever Abbas has said will happen. Then, ثُمَّ أَذْهَرَكَ Allah. Allah's help will come. Allah's help will come, deen and Islam will spread. When that happens, will you leave us and return back to Makkah Makkah? Will you leave us and return back, Fatābās Sama Rasūlullāh? When Nabi Sallām hears this, he starts smiling and says, "Bālīd dam Adam dam al hadam al hadam. Ana min wa antum minni. Uḥārib man uḥārib kuhārib tum wa uṣālim man ṣālim Mera jīna tumhare saath hai, mera marnā tumhare saath hai." My living will be with you. My dying will be with you. Whoever is beloved to you will become beloved to me. Your enemies will become my enemies. I have handed myself over to you. When the conquest of Makkah takes place, Allah's alaihi wasallam has returned back to Makkah victorious. He stands on Safa and he raises his hands. Very, very long dua. The Ansar start whispering amongst themselves, the residents of Medina. أَمَّا الرَّجُلْ فَقَدْ أَخَذَتْهُ It appears as if the love of Makkah has overtaken the heart of Rasulullah and he will leave us now. This whispering of the Ansar, Jibreel is saying, Nabi Islam is told about their fears, Ansar badguman ho rahe they are, they, they have this suspicion about you. Immediately Rasulullah sallallahu drops his hand from the dua. Ma ismi idan, Ana Rasulullah. Ya maa al ansar Don't you realize who I, am? who I am? I am the Rasul of Allah. I gave you my word. Mahya mahyaakum. al Mamad mamatukum. Lo salaka nas wadiya. Wa salakati lansar ansar wadiya. La salaktu wadiya l-ansar. My living is with you. My dying is with you. If the Ansar go in one direction, and the whole world goes in another direction, I Rasulullah wasallam s- will go in the direction of the Ansar. They said, Ya Rasulullah, it is our love for you that caused us to say this. this. That is our only excuse. We were afraid you are going to leave us. He says, Allah and His Rasul wasallam has accepted your uzr, your excuse, your explanation, because your love for Allah and His Rasul wasallam is sincere. Turn the clock of the heart back. This is the foundation. In the time of Umar عنه, mashwara takes place, Islam has spread far and wide. We need a calendar. We need a calendar. What should the calendar of this ummah start on? Someone said, Miladun Nabi, the birth of Rasulullah wasallam. Someone said, conquest of Makkah. Someone said, conquest of Badr. Ali radiyallahu ta'ala remains silent. Umar turns to him, Ali, what is your eye? What is your opinion? What was the turning point? What is the foundation? What is the focal point? What should the calendar of Islam start on? So that every year, every year the Summat is reminded from which garden you came from. Where have you come from? What is your history? What is your heritage? What is your lifeblood? What was the foundation for the spreading of Islam? Ali radiyallahu responds, Hijrat. Hijrat. So that you and I, you and I don't become a ritualistic Muslim. Are not going through the rituals or the motions. Understand the haqqaiq and the reality. Muharram has come. New year has come. 1443 after hijrat, you are an ummah of hijrat. You are an ummah of qurbani. You are an ummah of sacrifice. Like Ambi Ali salatu wa salam. in the path of Allah. And like the Sahaba of Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Through hijrat, the foundation of Islam was planted they left Makkah, they left Medina, their kuburs and their graves are scattered throughout the entire world in the same way, we are the produce of that ummat we are the produce of that nabi we are coming from that garden the six or seven, eight billion humanity like ants throughout the world that are that are walking and running towards jahannam this ummat through the barakat of the khatm and nubuwwat of nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam was given the responsibility for the concern of the entire humanity. And this is an ummat of hijrat. This is an ummat of qurbani. This is an ummat of sacrifice. My respected brothers, new year has come. Another Muharram has come. Another extension has come. Take stock of our lives. Make tawbah. Turn in repentance and understand that we are an ummat of hijrat. Allah accept us for hijrat. Allah